The strong man, Samson. Oh, what a life to see and a life to study. Well, shall we say there are a couple of uh, mm, powerful lessons ahead on the International Gospel Hour? Well, stay tuned, folks. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For almost 90 years, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour, starting now. I am bound for the promised land. Thank you to our J-Webb, and greetings to all of you. Let's talk about a well-known individual found in both the Old and New Testaments, that being Samson. In Judges 13, we're introduced to him. He would become a judge appointed by God. And in Hebrews 11.32, he is mentioned in that wonderful Hall of Faith chapter, how that through faith Samson destroyed the Philistines, as noted in Judges chapter 16. Now, the most familiar event in the life of Samson would probably be his relationship with Delilah. And while the account is a bit lengthy in reading, we want to spend time today reading that and then bring forth, as mentioned, a couple of powerful lessons. So in a moment, we're going to read Judges 4 through 31, but we're going to do it in two parts. We're going to read verses 4 through 20 and make application, and then 21 through 30. But before we do, let's pause and give you a little bit of information about International Gospel Hour from our J-Web. Since 1934, the International Gospel Hour has been heard over the radio, and to God be the glory. We are blessed to remain on the air through gracious giving of congregations of Churches of Christ, faithful Christians, and devoted friends. That's why you will never hear us asking for money from you, our listeners. Our offers of material and study aids are absolutely free. We want you to grow in the knowledge of the Word of God. Thank you always for listening. Now let's talk about Samson from Judges 16, beginning with verse 4. Afterward it happened that he loved a woman in the valley of Sorek, whose name was Delilah. And the lords of the Philistines came up to her and said to her, Entice him, and find out where his great strength lies, and by what means we may overpower him, that we may bind him to afflict him, and every one of us will give you eleven hundred pieces of silver. So Delilah said to Samson, Please tell me where your great strength lies, and with what you may be bound to afflict you. And Samson said to her, If they bind me with seven fresh bowstrings, not yet dried, then I shall become weak and be like any other man. So the lords of the Philistines brought up to her seven fresh bowstrings, not yet dried, and she bound him with them. Now men were lying in wait, staying with her in the room, and she said to him, The Philistines are upon you, Samson. But he broke the bowstrings of a strand of yarn breaks when it touches fire. So the secret of his strength was not known. Then Delilah said to Samson, Look, you have mocked me and told me lies. Now, please tell me what you may be bound with. And so Samson said to her, If they bind me securely with new ropes that have never been used, then I shall become weak and be like any other man. Therefore Delilah took new ropes and bound him with them and said to him, The Philistines are upon you, Samson. And men were lying in wait, staying in the room. But he broke them off his arms like a thread. Delilah said to Samson, Until now you have mocked me and told me lies. Tell me what you may be bound with. And he said to her, 
If you weave the seven locks of my head into the web of the loom, and so she wove it tightly with the batten of the loom, and said to him, The Philistines are upon you, Samson. But he awoke from his sleep and pulled out the batten and the web from the loom. Then she said to him, How can you say, I love you, when your heart is not with me? You have mocked me these three times, and have not told me where your great strength lies. And it came to pass, when she pestered him daily with her words, and pressed him so that his soul was vexed to death, that he told her all his heart, and said to her, No razor has ever come upon my head, for I have been a Nazarite to God from my mother's womb. If I am shaven, then my strength will leave me, and I shall become weak and be like any other man." When Delilah saw that he had told her all his heart, she sent and called for the lords of the Philistines, saying, Come up once more, for he has told me all his heart. So the lords of the Philistines came up to her and brought the money in their hand. Then she lulled him to sleep on her knees and called for a man and had him shave off the seven locks of his head. Then she began to torment him, and his strength left him, and she said, The Philistines are upon you, Samson. So he awoke from his sleep and said, I will go out as before at other times and shake myself free. But he did not know that the Lord had departed from him. Oh, my. All right, folks, here's a powerful lesson learned, and it's been said by others. I can't take original credit. Sin will always take you farther than you wanted to go. Sin will always take you farther than you wanted to go. You know, I wonder about Samson's choices when Judges 14 verse 1 states that he went down. Oh, did he go down, not only physically, but spiritually. You know, sin will take us farther than we want to go in our associations. A Christian cannot agree with the world. That's James 4 and verse 4. Can't walk with the unfruitful works of darkness, Ephesians 5:11, or with mammon, Matthew 6:24. Initial associations can take us farther than we want to go. And you know, not only that, but it will take us farther than we want to go in relationships. 1 Corinthians 15.33 says, Be not deceived, evil communications corrupt good manners. Dating relationships where emotion plays the part can erupt in illicit relationships, expectant parents, out of wedlock, etc. Abusive matters happen when one is so involved then then they do not know how to get out of it. Well, as associations build into relationships, we must note the strength of those that we are around. Now, consider Delilah's treatment of Samson back in verses 15 and 16. You know, from what we can tell, folks, it's the first example of a couple saying, If you loved me, you would. And according to the Scriptures, she never said she loved him. That ought to put up a red flag right there. I mean, she was extremely persistent. He was vexed, meaning he was harvested or cut down, discouraged. She just wore him down. And he finally told her his secret just to, folks, allow me to use the phrase, just to shut her up. Here's a valid lesson to learn, friends. We must be careful of the associations and relationship we enter or the relationships we enter therein because, folks, sin will take us farther than we ever planned to go. And let me add this too. I shake my head at Samson for telling this to Delilah, and he just didn't get the hint. Maybe it's because sin was taking him farther than he wanted to go. You know, friends, when we study the Word of God together, God wants us to know He has a plan for us to overcome sin. I want to pause here and offer to you through our friend Jay Webb our free Bible study course and We hope it will help you 
toward the end of a sinful relationship and one closer to God. So here is our J-Web with those details. Friends, the International Gospel Hour offers for free a Bible study course available by mail. That's right. At your own pace, you can study the Bible in your own home. It's free. Give it a try. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. That's it. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Home Study in the message box. We'll send it right away. Thank you for your interest in the things that be of God. We now pick up with Judges 16, verse 21, when the Philistines, the Philistines rather, took Samson and put out his eyes, brought him down to Gaza. They bound him with bronze fetters, and he became a grinder in the prison. However, the hair of his head began to grow again after he had been shaven. Now the lords of the Philistines gathered together to offer a great sacrifice to Dagon their god and to rejoice, and they said, Our god is delivered into our hands, Samson our enemy. When the people saw him, they praised their God, for they said, Our God has delivered into our hands our enemy, the destroyer of our land, and the one who multiplied our dead. So it happened, when their hearts were merry, that they said, Call for Samson, that he may perform for us. So they called for Samson from the prison, and he performed for them. And they stationed him between the pillars. Then Samson said to the lad who held him by the hand, Let me feel the pillars which support the temple, that I can lean on them. Now the temple was full of men and women. All the lords of the Philistines were there, about three thousand men and women on the roof, watching while Samson performed. Then Samson called to the Lord, saying, O Lord God, remember me, I pray. Strengthen me, I pray, just this once, O God, that I may with one blow take vengeance on the Philistines for my two eyes. And Samson took hold of the two middle pillars which supported the temple, and he braced himself against them, one on his right and the other on his left. Then Samson said, Let me die with the Philistines. And he pushed with all his might, and the temple fell on the lords and all the people who were in it. So the dead that he killed at his death were more than he had killed in his life. Well, dear friends, here's our second powerful lesson. And you've heard this before. It stands true. Sin will always cost you more than you wanted to pay. You know, this part right here would be blind, bind, and grind would be the way to explain the fate of Samson. You see, sin cost Samson his sight and will cost us our sight. 2 Corinthians 4 and verse 4. Sin cost Samson his strength and it will cost our strength. Ephesians 6 and verse 10. We need to make certain we have on the whole armor of God. Sin cost Samson his freedom, and it will cost us our freedom. Romans 6, 17 and 18 and John 8, 34. And sin cost Samson his life, and it will cost us our lives. Romans 6, 23. Folks, there is hope, and Samson teaches this as well. In the beginning, we noted how Samson is noted in that great hall of faith in Hebrews 11, 32, and we may wonder how this could be the case. Well, he restored his faith in God, Judges 16:28, and he destroyed those that were against God, Judges 16:29 and 30. Friend, you know, sin may have taken you too far. It may have cost you too much. But there is hope in Christ. 
and God will grant unto you the opportunity to push away the pillars and to destroy the sin. If we will but believe in Christ and repent of our sins, confess Him before men, and baptize into Christ will be added to His church, and our strength will be better than ever before. Let's continue our studies together at another time. And thank you for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour radio broadcast. I'm Jeff Archie and friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. To God goes all the glory. And we hope that our study today will draw you closer to His Word to walk in His way. To listen to it again or other broadcasts, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com. God be with you.